0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the finale Bachelor in Paradise recap. We have made it. Through this season, congratulations to everyone who has endured all the craziness, and we have a fantastic episode for you to break this episode down did that even make sense we Manny Gutierrez hi. is back in studio baby we're back uh Manny is back for the second time recapping mm-hmm, was, mm-hmm. was it a bachelor in paradise was it bachelor no, it was like I think it was bachelor bachelor either way the audience loved you oh well, hi guys um, you are here back I'm uh, a fanatic to, I am a bachelor
1: uh, nation yeah I'm part of the nation
0: we we love a uh you got your citizenship to
1: <laughs> yes, I am a citizen and I will not be getting revoked we love a professional, <laughs> yes. an expert, if they will. Yes, absolutely.
0: Before we get into the recap, uh, just a couple uh, housekeeping notes. We have a great-ass Nick episode for you out uh, l- with more gaslighting conversations, um, mm. lessons learned on maybe the uh the risk of just throwing out that word in the, in the drama that can unfold and our ability to still stand up for ourselves set our boundaries enforce our boundaries without ever maybe having to i don't know use that word but anyways it's a fantastic episode uh there were some technical issues for those of you who maybe listened to our ASNIC nick episode and like maybe heard a uh a, a story we've used before uh that has been fixed. We we we've taken that repeat story out. The person responsible for it is now serving a thirty-year prison yes. sentence. Life um, in prison. No parole. No <laughs> parole. No parole. Uh, we apologize. <laughs> 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 What's well, what happened is a Chrissy, you know, absolutely in, in the in the.
1: It's really serious here. We like to think we're more professional. Right? <laughs> Anyways, I digress.
0: Also, we have a fan text episode with Emily uh, DiDonato is probably out by the time you're getting this episode. Keep listening for that episode. If uh, you don't know who Emily is, Emily is, well, just a wonderful woman with great perspective, but uh, has uh, got her start in the modeling uh, arena. She's uh, been a Sports Illustrated model. She's she's big time. Uh, also, uh it, first pregnancy and married so a lot of perspective on entrepreneur she's doing a multifaceted uh woman who's uh, also a bachelor fan uh, we don't talk too much about that but wonderful conversation with emily um i've been wanting to have emily on for a long time and she did not disappoint uh w- one of my uh like i really just enjoy talking to her i don't want to be hyperbolic and be like uh, they all seem like my favorite episodes but yeah. you won't want to miss that so keep listening um for that episode after you get through this one is there anything else we're missing uh we have a oh, i guess a week off next week thank god for everyone oh, yeah until we go right into the bachelorette yeah we're working on getting ivan on <sighs> um oh yeah so we'll see we'll see if it happens um you know this week i think is about the couples we got to, like, support all the happy love stories. Absolutely. We don't want Ivan drama taking that. So we'll see if it happens. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll just leave it at that. We'll see if it happens. I would like to know what happened. Well, we'll like... I would like, like to. tea. We would like to hear Ivan's Ivan's take on it. So <clears throat> look out for that. I don't know. Um, and we'll, we'll see what happens. Before we get into uh, Bachelor in Par- Paradise uh, recapping, mm-hmm. let's talk about the new host of The Bachelor, yeah, he Jesse, just got announced. Jesse Palmer. Um you know, reactions. I guess I think we won't spend too much time on this, but like it's worthy to talk about. Um it also still seems completely unclear. Like is Jesse Palmer the host of The Bachelor? Is mm-hmm. he now the permanent host for all things Bachelor, like Bachelor in Paradise, Bachelorette. Oh yeah. Or is it just The Bachelor? They ha- I I don't feel like they've necessarily Made that clear. I feel like it's going to be for the bachelor and bachelorette. I feel like they're looking for a permanent host for the bachelor bachelor in paradise. Who knows? I think a lot of people were underwhelmed. Uh, yeah, be- I was whelmed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I wasn't very like, oh, my God, it's so crazy. It's like, oh. I was just like, oh, OK, like I wasn't like I literally did not think about it. Like I was like, oh, it's
2: like time to Google Jesse Palmer.
1: Yeah. And I had seen him on like a, he was like a host of like a baking show I watched. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, my God, he does hosting stuff.
0: So, so I think for a lot of people, and here are my thoughts, is that I think for a lot of people, including myself, uh, thought this was an opportunity for the show to bring in a host that could add some additional value and and bring the show up to be a little bit more um relatable to the times and, and maybe bring in a little bit more i don't know like help guide more progressive conversations mm-hmm. and what's clear to me is that this show made an active decision to say we're not interested in that we just want to go back to our roots um you know i don't think they're interested in having a host be a mentor you know for example mm-hmm. like the caitlin and Tayshia role that they've been playing on Katie season. And I suspect to see more of the same. Uh, Michelle's the mentor role. I, I think they're actively deciding that they don't want their host to do that. Got it. Uh, is my guess because like, for example, like Jesse Palmer, he was the bachelor like 15 years ago to call him an alumni relative to like Wells or myself or Ben Higgins or Caitlin or Taysha, I think is disingenuous. The show is completely changed. It's a different audience. Mm hmm. I don't think he has any active relationships with the the producers on the ground making the show. Yeah. And but he has a relationship with ABC. You know, mm-hmm. he works for ESPN. He's been he's calling football games. He calls X's and O's. He hosted he the proposal. Things. He's been hosting the Surfer Shows. So there's a lot of synergy there. And mm-hmm. then I think there's a cross promotion opportunity. I think it was a very business like decision. Yeah. I think they're probably aware of the fact that the show is hoping maybe for uh, a little bit more diversity with their decision or something a little bit more exciting. My guess is the show, I, my guess is ABC uh, took a couple big swings at a couple big names. Didn't happen. And they're just like, fuck it. Let's just go with Jesse Palmer. Mm. And I think they opted not to go with a, re- a, a more recent alumni, like a Wells or Caitlin and Tasha or myself or Ben. Uh, Because, you know, Jesse, again, has the actual hosting experience. And, like, you know, for me, I was just thinking, like, aren't you going to get a host that's going to do more than just remind the people watching it who are, like, watching it on their phones that there's one more rose left? Like, yeah, they literally, you know, like, are they going to hire a host that's going to do more than just count? Yeah. And I think the answer is no. I think, you know, all jokes aside, I think they're literally just going to look for Jesse to... Come in, to on be the certain face of beats. it. Essentially,
2: probably be more of an. I feel like because he's not very familiar, he's probably going to be more authoritative.
0: Sure, mm-hmm. kind yeah. of, He'll come cold. in and be like, he's a stranger in a it, lot of ways. Yeah, he be like, hey, this is what's happening. You know, because I thought to myself, at, when I first heard about it, like, what the fuck would Jesse Palmer say to Katie? When the whole Greg thing was getting going. her out of the bathroom, Jesse you know, Palmer like what the do fuck that? is he gonna? It wouldn't happen. What is he gonna say? And the truth is, like he's not gonna say anything because they're if if Jesse Palmer was a host, they just wouldn't have brought him in. They just let Katie cry. Yeah, exactly. You know, maybe it would be a woman producer who like you just you know they've done that before. Mm-hmm. So they're just they're not gonna do that. They're just not gonna have those mentor roles. I think you're gonna. And whatever you think of like the role or job that Caitlyn and Tasha have done, you know, whether you liked it or disliked it, like I think the biggest disadvantage of both of them had was the fact that there was two of them. It was a little clunky that you could tell they were totally. both trying to like split time. Yeah. But ultimately I thought they were fine. And they added like, I thought Caitlyn in that moment was great. is like a woman supporting woman. Same, and like K- Caitlyn didn't say much, but it was still nice to see
2: she could empathize them could praise empathize. And that was
0: a nice moment. But did that change the show? No. Like, say what you want about the role that Caitlyn and Taysha are doing. Like, it didn't impact the show at all. Mm-hmm. It had no, like, the show, you know, that's not the lasting impression of Katie's season, like, at all. There's so many other, like, memorable moments that it, mm-hmm. it's not about Caitlyn or Taysha. So the show is just, my guess is, just said, doesn't matter. We're just going to have someone we trust. We're winning Monday nights or Tuesday nights, whatever fucking night it's on. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. We're not interested in having a host do more we're not interested in, in being a mentor role you're just not going to see those moments like this new bachelor guy who we don't know anything about yet like he's a kind of a former football player like maybe there'll be like you know jesse giving a weird football metaphor right when, when talking like, to the new let's bachelor go,
1: let's go toss some Go toss you know, that like the new
0: is gonna be like, hey man, I'm just like not sure. And he's just like, you know, when it's fourth down, you just like gotta go for it instead yeah. of punting yeah. the ball. The field goal. Only three you more know? yards
1: to the touchdown line. We just gotta lunge. I or think that's the, the most we can say. hope
0: for. Like <laughs> here's the one challenge I do. I think here's the one thing that I am curious about. And I wonder if ABC considered is that Chris Harrison did not lose his job for something he did or didn't do while hosting the show. He lost his job for something he said in an interview. Right. And the host of the show is expected to be the spokesperson of the show. Mm -hmm. And recently, the show and the audience has wanted to have conversations about things like racism, diversity, emotional abuse, Gender gas, dynamics, gender dynamics, years, like you know, know, with
2: Demi, like yeah,
0: yeah, uh, bisexual relationships. Mm-hmm. And is Jesse Palmer the guy to have these conversations? Like, I don't know, I, I don't know Jesse Palmer, I know he's been calling X's and O's. like I don't know if we had Jesse on. I mean, and, clearly he's media trained, and we so. had he's media trained. Totally. Yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, historically like, you, you want... got away with a host that was just more like, "Hey, man, like I'm just here, like just a suit." It's just a super mm-hmm. like, "Hey, guess what? Most dramatic season ever," you know. But like the show has evolved, the audience has evolved. There's a greater expectation. The show, I don't know if the show wants to be, but the show has become like. Ingrained in pop culture and and in and, and society and in social media are one have these conversations mm-hmm. the show is about dating and relationships and now more than ever whether I agree whether people should be just saying the word gaslighting that's the stuff that's going on and having K and conversations about is that what we're seeing is that what this is trying to bring some levity having a thoughtful discussion like that's where Chris Harrison Rachel Lindsay try to have a thoughtful discussion with Chris Harrison And Chris Harrison just stepped in it, right? Yeah. And is Jesse Palmer either going to be media trained enough to, like, ignore that conversation? Or is he not going to be the spokesperson? Are they going to be very careful of the conversations they're going to let him have? Or is he going to want to have? How long can they get away with that? You know what I'm saying? Like, Bachelor Nation wants to have these conversations. And they're having them on podcasts and things Mm -hmm. like that. And I'm, like... At what point, when Jesse Palmer gets asked about like, do you think Greg was gaslighting Katie? What the fuck is Jesse Palmer gonna say?
1: I don't even know. I don't if know. He's gonna know. Is he, is he gonna even know the answers? That? And that's Who the knows? thing is,
2: I don't know. He could like maybe he's an maybe. incredibly emotionally intelligent maybe. and articulate maybe. guy, but I think there's certain things where it's we like, have what no we do reason know to
0: think is that the identities
2: yeah. he holds is like. White dude, and that's not disqualifying of like him being able to have insight, insights on of race, course. but yeah. it does mean that you know he is coming at these he's been, conversations with a, a limited perspective. He's been
0: calling football games with a predominantly male audience. He hasn't mm-hmm. necessarily been li- listening to women's stories and, and and empathizing with their like what they have to go through.
2: We just we have no idea. Have Maybe no he'll idea. really pleasantly surprise us. Yeah. But it's it's, it's not a choice where it seems like those were things that were. F- like paramount to the search or that no i think i
0: think it was a business decision it was we have a relationship with this guy we like him he's polished he's good i mean i don't know him but he seems like a nice enough guy he's we're familiar with him he's hosted other shows he's working for our sister Mm -hmm. episode uh, sister network espn there's some cross promotion opportunities and like whatever well it's like jesse can you say there's one more rose left great all right you're hired but i'm just really wondering What role Jesse will have in the press As it relates to discussing This show and will he be Someone that the show relies on To like drive thoughtful conversations About some of these topics that Bachelor Nation so desperately wants to have And I guess we'll see And we shall see Rothys, baby that's right uh for all you ladies who have already experienced the magic that is rothies uh, shoes and handbags made from recyclable plastic that's uh, both stylish comfortable and long-lasting they now have it available for men that's right i've been begging them i've been criticizing them what about us dudes us men don't get enough but seriously rothies is so good that i i wanted to you know, I, I was seeing all my women friends wear the Rothies, all these different designs. They would talk about how like they would get it right away and put them on them and it would be so comfortable. No blisters, no break in period and boom, throw them in a washing machine. Good as new. Six months later, I now have the benefit of experience that same magic So uh, ladies listening, uh, get your Rothy's for you. Get your bags, but also get the men in your life, some really comfortable driving loafers, uh, men's sneakers they have available. So if you're looking for some new stylish, amazing, comfortable footwear for your man, try Rothy's. That's right. Forbes calls Rothy's men's shoes a travel must-have. Perfect for the airport to slip on, slip off. You know, if your guy is wearing fucking sandals, To the airport, get him some Rothy's. Don't let your man be disgusting and embarrass himself in public at the airport. Get him some Rothy's. They're just as comfortable. They're just as easy to slip on and slip off, and he won't embarrass himself. You won't have to be embarrassed next to your man wearing flip-flops. And if you're not wearing flip-flops, just get them because they're amazing. Over 5,000 near-perfect reviews to help you welcome fall fashion and style rothys is doing something special that's right there, giving us the chance to share their super rare opportunity with our listeners for a limited time right now you can get twenty dollars off your first pair of rothys at rothys.com slash v-i-a-l-l that dot com slash v-i-a-l-l head to rothys.com slash v-i-a-l-l to find your new favorites today Fable, oh my God! The dinnerware from Fable—it looks good on your plate. We used it last night. Last night, uh, Nelly and I made uh, a delicious pasta dish that we often make. There's something good about eating salad and pasta off of a salad pasta bowl because oftentimes, if like amateurs like we used to be, would use like a plate or like a cereal bowl. No, be an adult and get some really great dinnerware. Uh, they have plates and they have you know cereal bowls, but like their their pasta bowls are a, a goddamn dream. And they're so beautiful that we actually display them on these shelves that we made in the kitchen to, like, make our house look homier. We don't even hide them in the cabinets. They're so good. Eco-friendly packaging, recycled clay, 100% non-toxic. Take 15% off your order with code VIALL. Go to the website, fablehome.co. That's F-A-B-L-E-H-O-M-E dot C-O, not dot com. That's right. Head over to fablehome.co and use the code VIAL for 15% off your first purchase. If you're looking to uh, upgrade your dinnerware at such a reasonable price, look no further than fablehome.co. Well, let's get into the episode, shall we? Yeah, the recap. Manny, this episode opens up with the Abigail and Noah breakout. Uh, Also, but before I do get into that, I just want to (laughs) say I really in the intro when little John goes like really soft and like sincere and empathetic.
1: Love it. It's like the cutest, also most jarring thing in the entire world. He's like, and Noah and Abigail broke up.
0: But then Joe, yes, it's like yes,
1: the range yes, for the little John.
0: Little John has so Chef's much range. Kiss
1: for that range. Excuse me, John. John little John. Guess <laughs> you have a little John that does both. Yes.
0: Oh, got it. So shout out to little John. We all need little um, John in our life. Just really, <laughs> really enjoyed that. Uh, back to Noah and Abigail. I had thought that we had. Moved on from that breakup, but this episode opens up Mm -hmm. um, with more with more
2: Abigail in the bathroom,
0: Abigail in the bathroom.
2: You know, interestingly
0: enough, I, I pivoted on whose side I was on. I think I feel like a lot of people last week as it ended, at least, you know, understood Noah, right? Because usually when, uh, 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 especially in this show, when a man is breaking up with a a woman on the show, Mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to navigate that. And, and and not be the bad guy. Got it. It's just you know it's, it is what it's it is. Harder to do. Got it. uh But I think, a lot of people understood Noah's point of view. He's like, I I've think I'm falling. This I'm falling in love time. with you. Like I'm trying. I'm pulling. I'm pulling. I'm pulling. And mm-hmm. like I don't know. I maybe I don't want to pull anymore. And Abigail just kind of sat there and didn't know what to say. Maybe mm-hmm. she has a hard time. Whatever her reason is, you know, it's not the end of the world. But I understood Noah. And then. This opened up and at first I was like, oh, maybe I see Abigail's point of view. But before I give uh, kind of how I thought, what was your take on the uh, Abigail and and Noah? And as it started to pivot from Abigail saying, well, I was going to tell you I was falling in love. What did you think?
1: Well, I was like super confused, actually, because I thought the entire time that Noah was being super open and honest with his feelings and I can relate to Noah in the way of being like, okay, if I'm giving and giving and giving and I feel like I'm not getting anything back, I start to turn this like switch off in my head where I'm like, they're not interested. I need to be uninterested, too. Yeah. So I think in my mind, if he's over here being like, oh, well, you know, I'm falling in love with you. No response from her from the last week. She's just just like blank stare.
0: It's a very vulnerable position. It's a very to vulnerable like, thing. So as soon as that happens yeah.
1: and you don't get that rec- like receiving back, I'm like, okay, well, let me just turn this off real quick because I just became open. I just got shut down. Let me start to not like you anymore.
0: Totally. And then if you're Noah, not only that, then you start kind of reflecting on the relationship and go, mm-hmm. well, wait a second. Like I've been polling this whole time. And yeah. Maybe you're just not there and that's mm-hmm. okay. Totally. But – but the, your
1: feelings are your still your feelings. Exactly. Like if it starts to get turned off. Then like that's just what it is.
0: So this episode opens up with Abigail being like, kind of like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You know, Abigail's just like, wait, I. She she's getting angry. She's yep. just like, why are you breaking up with me? This seems like bullshit. Mm-hmm. And for a moment, I was like, Abigail was kind of winning me over with like, wait a second, You yeah, know, why? Yeah, you know. My first thought was, yeah, Abigail has a point. Like, if you are going to open up to someone and say, Hey, I think I'm falling in love with you, what do you get like does the person receiving it like a twenty four hour window to like mm-hmm. don't they get to marinate on this like kind of big uh it's declaration? A big
2: and she said she didn't hear it initially. That, like, kind of the way he said it in conversation. Yeah,
0: like, in passing. Really, it
2: hadn't registered for her mm-hmm. fully. So to your point. What do you mean? In conversation, like, he kind of slipped it into conversation. So I think she was saying it didn't fully, like, register yeah, to her as, like, said. that that's I'm th- falling th- in love with did you. Can we buy that? Yeah.
1: I think that she used to, you can hear something and not realize that it was said until later and be like, wait, did that happen in the conversation? Especially if you're already having a conversation about something else and it just gets slipped Were in. Were they,
0: though? I felt like this was, like, a a TV moment. We all watched Noah I think, say I think it. To
1: Noah, it was a, a moment, but I and think us. Abigail, it, and us, but Abigail, I don't think it was a moment for her. Is what I'm saying.
0: Okay. Fair enough. But, you
1: know, and I love Abigail. No, Let me just say, that was, that. I fucking love is, her. This has
0: nothing to do with whether we don't but, love or you know, Ab- like, I, it is what it is. Yeah. I, <laughs> we're not taking sides, no, um, right. <laughs> but at the same time. So at first I'm like, yeah, Abigail was winning me over. Right. Mm. But then I thought to myself, well, hold on. Yes, and the this—that's how the show is. It. like that's that's why we are able to recap. That's why we're able to have these discussions because what the show does, and sometimes it's frustrating, mm-hmm. and it's because of how it's so what we get such a a visceral reaction from the audience is that the show is trying to take as much as it can, real world conversations and relationships, and make it seem like this is a crazy world, but real like world like situations still work in this world real world for example it's just like yeah it would be a normal thing to like have a declaration of love and like give that person like a moment to let it marinate and 24 hours later be like hey yeah i love you too but this is bachelor world things move insanely fast so in insanely fast that like mari and kenny have been you know back together for like a week and a half mm-hmm. And are now engaged And right. they're
2: like we've overcome such adversity No yeah. other couple on the beach has been through this And it's like y'all Literally. had one miscommunication
0: <laughs> So like you know things happen fast And so I can understand why Noah is just like Wait like this is not We This was a big bump in the road relative to the world that we're in mm-hmm. Not to mention like Abigail You know when she said Oh wait but I was going to say I love you At first, I was like, oh, we'll put it, Noah, there you go. That should change the game. But Abigail didn't say that right away. It wasn't like as soon as Noah started breaking up with her, he was like, Abigail's like, wait, before you say anything, I'm falling in love with you. Mm -hmm. She didn't do that. Right. She waited till like they they literally had at least two full conversations. They had one conversation, then they like separated and like went to the bathroom and, you know, then Mm -hmm. they came back, talked some more. And then she just kind of was like, but I was also. That seemed like a very convenient time to be like, well, just so you know, I was going to say that. Like, maybe you were, maybe you weren't. I don't know. But it seemed like Noah at that point was like, I just don't think you're going to... Like, I don't know. It seemed like Noah had made a decision. He didn't buy it and... What did,
2: you, what did you both make of the way that Noah broke up with her? Because I think there was one point where he'd said a few different times, you're not my person. And then in the at the end of the episode last week, Abigail had been like, please stop saying you're I'm not your person. And Noah said it again. And I'm just curious, like, overall, what did you think of his strategy for ending this? Strategy?
0: I, 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 I saw a guy trying his best to, you know, when you break up with someone, as we talk about, like, on Ask Nick stuff, like, mm-hmm. You the the kindest thing when you break up with anyone is to be as honest as possible while trying to be as kind as possible. Mm -hmm. But don't be so kind that you don't tell the truth and the truth can hurt by just simply being honest so you can set them free. Mm -hmm. So you're not saying things like maybe and we'll see and you're not trying to lead them on because you're afraid they're going to cry or hurt their feelings. You, You have to be direct. And that sometimes can come across as curt and short and sometimes even incentive insensitive, mm-hmm. but that insensitivity will sometimes allow a person to move on. Right. Absolutely. So like I felt Noah was as gracious as he tried to be. And he tried to like drive home a point mm-hmm. to say, yeah, I, I, this, I, this is my decision. This is how I feel. And you might think I'm the bad guy, but this, so I felt like Noah did a fine job. Like, uh, I don't know if everyone like, you know, people watching it might have been triggered by this experience or the mm-hmm. breakup they might have had or or felt like, uh, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people could see it as like, Noah just like threw out like an I love you and then like just decided it to bail. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And I could totally understand why some people saw it that way. But either way, he made a decision he was pulling and pulling and pulling abigail she didn't open up it's bachelor world things are heartened everything's extreme Mm -hmm. so he made a rapid decision the show seemed like they wanted to for a moment act like they often do like this is in a crazy world with crazy stakes in a Mm -hmm. limited time and they wanted to like paint a picture and give an alternative point of view of like wait are you not allowed to like let things marinate. Yeah. And that's for the audience to sit there and for us to discuss. But Mm -hmm. I I thought he did a a decent job. Mm -hmm. Philo, that's right. For all you people out there that love watching your favorite movies and favorite TV shows and don't want to pay an arm and a leg for channels you don't need and don't watch, Philo is your streaming platform that you need to get. I started using uh, streaming platforms, Philo uh, being one that just absolutely saved me so much money. I was paying like $150 for like cable. All these like movie channels and blah, blah, blah. And then a bunch of shows I never freaking watched. And now I just like have Philo. Oh, It's great. Over 60 premium TV channels, a massive uh, on-demand library of top-tier beloved shows and movies to watch anytime I want. Unlimited DVR that lets me save shows for up to a year. I can stream Philo on up to three different devices at the same time. Philo is super easy to set up with no hassles and no contract. That's right. I asked my friends at Philo if I could offer you guys a special deal to try Philo. And they said, yeah, of course. We love your audience. So I got you a 25% off your first two months. What's 25% off at 25 bucks? I don't know. You're barely paying anything for great TV. Go to philo.tv slash That's philo.tv slash viall. dot slash viall. Don't let the stress of your life get you down and certainly don't let it give you a stiff neck or sore muscles because you got Theragun. That's right, people. You know, one thing I I certainly started missing when when the pandemic hit is my uh, Whole Foods uh, chair massages. But then I got a Theragun and all was right with the world. Theragun is truly a a gift that I keep using every day. Uh, I'm a a teeth grinder and so I'll get tension in in my neck and I use my Theragun to relax that. Uh, When I work out I help uh, you know alleviate my muscles and quite honestly like no one like wants to rub me like I want to rub me if you know what I mean and I mean like the Theragun you know I can just do it on my own I don't need Natalie or anyone else and it's so much money saved uh, because it's a uh, you know like what does a what a, a massage cost like a like a hundred bucks even if you get a discount on it like a thirty forty dollar massage well with Theragun you can give yourself endless massages when you're traveling from the comfort of your home whether you want to treat your muscle tension uh, from working out or an injury or the stresses of everyday life there is no substitute for the fifth Theragun Gen Four the OLED screen and design make you feel like you've been holding something from the future. Just go to their site and check it out, and the Theragun app uh, learns from your behavior and suggests guided routines. Woo, baby. Try Theragun for 30 days starting at only $199. $199. That's basically like one and a half massages. Go to therabody.com slash V-I-A-L-L right now and get a Gen 4 Theragun today. That's therabody.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Therabody, T-H-E-R-A-B-O-D-Y.com slash V-I-A-L-L.
1: What part I screamed in the episode is when they're walking way out of the bathroom and Noah puts his arm on Abigail and she's like, <laughs> and she like throws his arm off her shoulder. I was like, ah, I was screaming at that part. But because like you can understand her emotion and you can understand his. And I think that's like the part yeah. that makes it so like give and take and such a pull on our heartstrings because like I can understand being Abigail. I can understand being Noah. And that's why it's like so in a way, really real, because it's like I get both sides.
0: Totally. I overall to your excellent point. I don't know if any, I don't think anyone's a bad guy here. I don't know if anyone did anything wrong. It's it's, it's a breakup, and yeah. breakups in, include hurt feelings and suck. Yeah, and they suck.
1: They're not fun. Like no one's like he he's literally crying to her, like literally crying, being like, "I'm so sorry that I'm hurting you right now, but I have to do what's right for me." And she's like, and, well, "What the
0: fuck?" And maybe her too. And her too, because how do, like we always do this in breakups right you, we don't even know and maybe abigail doesn't know in that moment what her real feelings are right how often do we change how we feel in the moment when we start feeling rejected or we start losing something we didn't even think we wanted all that mm-hmm. much but they break up with us and they beat us to it yes. how many people have uh, how many people listening have been in relationships where you're just like i don't even know if i want to I don't know if I like them anymore right. we have so many problems and I don't know where they're like, Hey, I think we should break up. And you're like, you're like wait, oh, babe. what do you like, mean? I love you. You know? So like, yes, that, you know, that, that that's a huge factor. That could have been an Abigail reaction. So like maybe Abigail left and thought, you know what? We aren't like, there is a reason why I didn't say it mm-hmm. back right away. There's mm-hmm. a, maybe there is a reason why I didn't open up. And like, maybe Abigail will reflect back after leaving that intense situation yeah. and and appreciate what Noah did for like, it could be a better thing for the both future. of them.
1: I also think that when it comes to like, cause even in the episode, she was like, I'm so embarrassed and it's like, not only are you adding the embarrassment from like getting broken up first, but you're adding the embarrassment being on national television, getting broken up with first. So it's like, I think there's like this part of it that it's just like the feelings are multiplied because you're literally on national television and being like, oh my God, my feelings are like times 10 because everyone's going to see me getting broken up with instead of being the one that's breaking up first.
0: I, I, I totally that's like are, a huge thing totally I mean, th- I can only imagine and I love I love it when they point when I love it when they air stuff like that because mm-hmm. that's a great point Abigail saying that I'm so embarrassed mm-hmm. that is that's you saying out loud there are other reasons other than me losing this relationship that i'm hurting exactly you know mm-hmm. and it's not my feeling it's not the loss of this person or this relationship. it's my ego my pride yep. the embarrassment self-image like these are all these variables that go in to how these people feel mm-hmm. and when we are watching it back we're just like Oh, poor thing. But uh, again, we all—even in in real world—we get in like someone breaks up with us. Even if it's not on TV, we we think about like what our friends and family are gonna say. Exactly. Oh, I'm gonna have to tell people at work, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Yeah, um, oh my god, it's
1: the worst. Where it's like, oh, how's that going with that one guy? And you're like, we you stopped talking. Yeah. Like it's the fucking
0: worst. And we often will stay in shit and stay in relationships mm-hmm. and and like yeah, we'll stay in shit. It will stay in yes. relationships that are shit because. Of all these other factors Factors that have mm. nothing to do With our happiness in the relationship Or, or, or lack thereof And then oh my god the, the fallout when Noah like I love how the show Tries to make f- a bad guy <laughs> Out of Noah for <laughs> I, Noah leaving I know I know and, and it's not like is it the show I don't know like the show I guess Is doing a, a good job Of this is a real world Thing that happens you know, Noah let leaves whatever, and then was it Chelsea be like? I can't believe he didn't say goodbye. But like, do you think he really didn't want to say goodbye, or that they were like, okay, yeah, you got, you he probably go. had no choice. They're That's probably, like, what you I'm should thinking. go. Also, by the way, like there have been plenty of times where I thought, in, like this, this happens. That's the funny thing about this, and on other seasons and other situations, you might think leaving like that it was the most was the noble thing to do mm-hmm. to not make it about you to leave gracefully. He has no idea what Abigail's going to do. I love that where like Noah and Abigail are like, like, stop talking to each other mm-hmm. like in the hallway, and they're like they say their final goodbyes, and they just walk in separate directions. I thought it was kind of hysterical. Like who, like who that's does not normal. That? Like it's like, not
1: that's weird. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's strange.
0: But it's a song. it's
1: a show. But it's a show. Like it's like it's what's it's, and I'm re Noah in that moment he's thinking like Abigail's just gonna get in her car and go. He's gonna get in his car and go. And it's like Abigail gonna have this whole like no, she goes monologue. Back to, yeah,
0: she goes back to the party. Yeah,
1: she's gonna go back to the party and talk Barefoot. to her. Barefoot. Barefoot. Yes. With,
0: just <laughs> this dirty ass feet. feet dirty feet. <laughs> just
1: real just problematic pro- feet. It just, yeah, it just you know, she's just it's a reality.
2: That is the
1: real thing we've seen. She's like, you know what? I'm crying right now. Fuck my feet.
0: I get it. She I can't in heels even right now. How I many times have we heels. like been walking on a dirty floor? And then you look, you're like, oh, my God. My feet are disgusting. Oh my God. Absolutely. Where would that come from? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> no. I think Abigail's going to be mortified when she watches that. But like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? It's fine, Abigail. But she goes back. She tells what, what, Chelsea, Mari. Serena. Serena. And this, the, the next five minutes of the show made no fucking sense to me. First of all, did I miss something? Because I didn't rewind it back. But why the fuck was Serena crying? And you could, I, did you make out anything she said? She was sad that she was leaving. she, and she was devastated so, for the situation. Yeah, but,
2: uh, I think she was worried. I think she was shaken because a really strong couple. Oh, my on God. The beach.
0: Oh, my God. Yes, D Yes. Oh, my God. One uh, th- hysterically, someone breaks up, and then you get a montage of people like, "Oh my god, what about me? the new strongest couple broke yep. up, but
1: they are voted that, most likely to succeed." That app, abso- oh my god, that <laughs> yeah. was
0: fucking hysterical. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> fucking die at this little superlatives I was like, "Not most going like to have
2: a happy ever after." Yes, yes, Break Noah. up at the
0: prom barefoot. Yep. J- James was just be beside himself. He was like, "But guys, they just." We literally just said, yeah. <laughs> Your are Makes me want to fucking scream. He's just like, guys, it's like, yes, this. but, but then like, he just want if this. That's not real. <laughs> like, what? Who can we trust? What? What can we trust if not? Who can we trust? Like, yes. the innocence of James. It's like sweet though is, uh, It's endearing. Also, I just shout out to James. I mean, real the real MVP of this whole he season to be to a come sweet in, angel. Uh, generally a sweet angel. Have absolutely no no substantive relationships. He floated not one. The closest relationship with Aaron, literally, yeah. And 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 yet he was on the whole season. Yeah, a show the show that's predicated on uh, making connections and musical chairs. And if you don't have Mm. a connection, you're gonna go home. And he outlasted. It's many it's every, By being so the
2: man, le- like less of a dick
0: most By of being the time. most least problematic but, but by man, being the yeah. least problematic
1: Honest you know, right There like, was one of these episodes I can't remember which one it was I literally slid into his DMs and was like You're so sweet And you Bachelor of Paradise doesn't deserve you And like that was it He never even opened it Which is fine But like I was like It just felt like I felt for him in that moment You know And like one of the episodes I can't remember what, which one it was I was like He seems so sweet And kind of like nice He like a nice guy He yeah. seems nice
0: So I just Real, real props to to James for to James. I, I don't think people fully appreciate how impressive it is what he did. To I know make without no being con- a bad guy without being a bad guy, yeah. make no real connections, and be in every episode this season. <laughs> yeah, he's really He's out here like hanging like on how, a string. <laughs> I've done a lot of things in this franchise, and I I really don't know how one would pull that off, but he did. Like he, he just, really did. It was really impressive. Anywho his 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 shock and awe of of Noah and Abigail breaking up after them receiving like like this award the congeniality <laughs> yes. award or whatever i don't know what they won <laughs> but serena is like beside herself beside herself like crying making I, I i i literally didn't understand anything she was saying
1: it literally was about like her being devastated that she's going and she's like i don't know how i can make it here without her that's literally what she said verbatim. She said, I don't know how I am going to make it here. Like, I, I, she's been here the entire time with me with Abigail leaving. So she was devastated by Abigail leaving and devastated the fact that they broke up.
0: And I think, if anything, what this helps explain, and we mentioned this with Brie and Kit last week, is that everyone there is fully in this bubble. They are yes. fully enwrapped. Brainwashed is mm-hmm. the only. And it's not because the show and the producers are like evil. Like, it, it is a social experiment when you. When you lock yourself into a bubble, you will, you will change your reality, and you will start making just hyperbolic decisions, and that's that is what you're seeing here. I
1: mean, with no phones, like no phones, no TV, no no nothing. It's like you're literally in a actual bubble. Yeah.
0: So, well, we're watching it and laughing, and then just being like, "What are these people saying?" Like, that is why I think they're saying what they're saying, and and. The stakes are high. The stakes are high because of the show. And obviously there's a lot of talk about engagement and their decisions are all just kind of warped in this in this bubble. Mm-hmm. Finally, the cocktail party ends. Uh, we go to the rose ceremony. I, I was so angry. So I said this two weeks ago. Mm hmm. I'm really mad at the producers. I don't blame Natasha because, again, she's Natasha deserved better than how she went home. I 100%. truly fucking hated how. And this is not a disrespect to Ed, even though Ed had a really weird, kind of awkward thing with McKenna. And like his I,
1: whole entrance has been
0: awkward. Like be I, I really love Ed. At last week, I thought he was sweet, and he yeah. came across as like, let's just make the best of situation. Love that mm-hmm. for Ed. And this is not a disrespect to Ed in this moment, but the fact that natasha was at a rose ceremony hoping for a rose from ed is so beneath her it's tough
1: like and honestly like there's just no way that you guys are gonna get engaged at that like you guys like he came so late um, yeah What like, the reality is that there's just no way like why happen.
0: why is natasha
1: waiting for that
0: pretending to like dr joe and we love dr joe i love. think joe like I. oh love- my god
1: last time i was here we literally interviewed dr joe yeah
0: Thank you. That's yes. literally what
1: we did. He's amazing. Amazing.
0: And a doctor. And like I feel like he has like bachelor quality and material, would be mm-hmm. an interesting guy. But like, yes, like Natasha in such a late period of time, like I why didn't they just say to Natasha, hey, listen, you've been great. You're a rock star. You're one of the stars of our season. I think maybe you should like go home on your own. And I don't fault yes. Natasha because I think she's in the bubble Mm -hmm. she's wrapped up in this and do i wish natasha was able to like take a moment and say natasha what the fuck Mm -hmm. and yes but i don't fault natasha because i know the power of that world and i'm just really mad that we they let natasha stand there hoping for a rose from ed from ed only to not get the rose and just God, I don't just whimper away. And she looked so
1: pretty with her gorgeous yeah. pop of color lip. Red I was lip. screaming. I'm like you look so fucking Like she didn't deserve what happened No, to her.
0: And I just throughout the whole season I, to be honest. Yeah, but but like I just why so many like they how many people have like gone home on their own and been like, "Hey guys, it's and have it's like been uh, fun. it's been fun. Yeah. I want to remove myself from this yeah. and give a goodbye." I mean, fuck, they let um fucking Ivan do that. And mm-hmm. Like Ivan was kind of like had a bad beat in that moment, but he gave the whole like I'm gonna leave on my own, and maybe that yeah. was Ivan's decision. I I don't doubt it. But <laughs> that wasn't I wasn't
1: gonna accept your rose, Chelsea. Yeah. Anyway,
0: I know there are plenty of times. <laughs> I know there were plenty of times where like uh, like it might be suggested, be like, hey man, like why don't you just leave on your own? Mm-hmm. And they don't have well, to. Honestly, but like the the ideas floated. And why why wasn't that courtesy given to Natasha?
1: You know what I think it is, too? I think that at the core, everyone wants to feel like they're going to be chosen. And I think that the idea of potentially being chosen and Ed picking her is so strong. And that the idea of that is so strong because Natasha has been fucked over the entire season. And I think that like the idea of being like, you know what? I have this connection with Ed. I hope that he picks me is like a very strong feeling.
0: No, I, I relate to the feeling, you know?
2: And also, to even be on the show, you're someone who's been picked against all odds. So Absolutely. it makes sense that you would bring that mentality into the yeah. show itself. And mm-hmm. like I said,
0: I, I'm more critical of the producers here than yeah. Natasha. Like, it'd be easy to say, Natasha, why did you... Like, you're better than this. You should know better. But yeah, I... The feeling. Like, I strong I strong uh, the, It's this late in the game. Natasha's just... You know, probably what happened to her with Brendan. She's trying to validate her experience. She mm-hmm. she's trying to find a win, and she's not thinking clearly and, and and not thinking me leaving is a win on my own. Mm-hmm. I trust that Natasha feels that now, but I just I just hated that for I just hated that for her. Yeah,
2: you wanted to see her cut her losses. Yes, yeah. I was this? I yeah. literally
0: was watching it, and we're just like she's. And again, this is, I'm not trying to rip on Ed here. Like he seems like for the right Sweet person, guy. he'll be great. But like that list late in the game, you there's clearly no real connection between. They had a nice date, whatever. Right. And she's sitting there. Wor- you saw the look of worry. Just like I just want this rose. And I'm just like between. Like you were fighting over Red or Ed with McKenna. This is so beneath you.
1: Yeah, honestly, that's exactly how I felt too. And it's devastating seeing her go home in the car, and she's just like. Truly devastated from the whole experience, and it's just like I broke for her in that moment. because yeah. I'm like, you don't deserve any no. of this shit.
0: I Really hated that for her. so. I hate that for her. Too. Justice for Natasha. Yeah. Justice for Natasha. This, and a
2: lot of this season, this season's drama was on the back of Natasha. Yeah, Like
0: absolutely. Natasha gave us
2: this season in a very what, what, big way. She
0: carried a lot of weight. She was a she. She was a heavy lifter. Heavy lifter. Thankless of, job. Uh, mm-hmm. A thank, thankless, yeah. thankless well, job. We thank you, Natasha. <laughs> And some you know, real Yeah, real like yeah. And no offense to Abigail, who like floated through and sat next to Noah in a hot tub all season only for her to have not responded to Noah and then be like confused and get dirty feet. But like what Natasha did for us episode after episode only to like not get Rose Seriously, Ed's rose, she is fed such us a fucking crime. She fed us well also yeah. no, i Thanksgiving feel
1: like giving dinner
2: i also feel like dirty to get dirty feet is like similar to getting cold feet absolutely it's different <laughs> i think <laughs> you should trademark trademark that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway let's let's move she on more period the next day happens the um the breakups the breakup the the conversations you know well oh oh by the way no i'm sorry we need to discuss mari coming back after talking so you got The gossip. The gossip is real. Chelsea and Mari having talked to Abigail. Oh, yes. Yes. And this woman, they're like, what happened? And Mari just like, well, apparently Noah said that, you know, he doesn't feel this way and he's been feeling it for a long time. That never, Noah never uttered those words. Mm -hmm. That was just a Mm -hmm. flat out like telephone game. I'm not saying Mari was lying, but like she just heard Abigail's version, and yeah. then put her own spin on it, and then moments later, well, was Abigail kind of like, said that though. Noah's been playing him the whole time. Mm-hmm. No, Abigail kind of said that. She kind. She, she said implied it, it and
2: she said it, but she didn't include other contextualizing details. She's fine like, because he, she's talking. He's to known for
1: days. She said he's known for days, and I'm like you can't just like throw that out there
2: cuz i think well i think in that moment she's processing in real time totally, and so totally. she's regurgitating all of the takeaways that have been like mm-hmm. most hurtful Engraved to her. In her mind and so yeah it's a perfect instance of telephone
0: yeah oh and you know what not trying to pile on mari here but i think it's a lesson we literally saw how these types of rumors can be so easily spread by just the small like a seed Uh, just a just an inkling of like Mm -hmm. your friend hurting and projecting like being mad and feeling like maybe let on even though it you know again your ego and your all these playing things playing a role and it turns into like he knew the whole time he fucking branded her and like this is all about you know who knows and mari just comes in and just spreads that and that's that's what what that's what the whole house hears
2: I will say, though, I realized in this episode, like, Mari is a real girl's girl. Like, she is there whenever there is someone who needs mm-hmm, comforting. Mari mm-hmm. is there. And I hadn't realized that. And it's, like, before I hadn't really okay. noticed Mari. But I was like, oh, she's actually, she's, like, very nurturing. And she takes on a very, like, supportive maternal role. Which I was like, okay, shout out to okay. Mari.
1: Well, she props, has throughout the entire to Mari, season. yeah. Actually, which I've noticed. And I thought that was really, really great. And very commendable. Totally. she does, like, stick by the girls.
2: Okay, Because I feel like before I hadn't thought Much about her as mm-hmm. a character and then I Realized that detail and I was like oh okay Mari totally yeah.
0: and that's nice I mean I, yeah being a girl's girl great I mean we hope that it's It is tough right I think we even had that caller in the ass Nick episode Talking about gaslighting and they're like well why would my Friends think this and their friends think that It's like well your friends have your back mm-hmm. You know and totally. then I guess as, in adulthood We want to as Bree pointed Out last week like Sometimes, like, just because of your friends, you have to hold them accountable, but Mari props to you for being a good friend. Uh, but, you know, throwing one under the bus.
1: But. <laughs> yeah, but while also throwing Noah
0: under the bus. I don't bus, think absolutely. Mari meant anything by it. I think um, she just had
1: Abigail's back regardless, and that she was closer with Abigail, yeah. and she's going to take her side in that situation. Yeah. Especially when Abigail's processing in that moment, and she's devastated and crying and she's like going through the gigs and so Mari's obviously going to re- receive that and like a, oh my god like noah just effed her over when he told her she loved her last night totally like that's what it seems like and it, honestly you can like understand where Mari's coming from too
0: totally and that's the thing like they're these good or bad it's 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 not good or bad people most of the time it's yeah. just situations and rumors and drama yeah and and all those things uh, next morning we get into the breakups. Dean and Kayla are apparently the couple to remind us that paradise works. Mm-hmm. Love my friends, Dean and Kaylin. Fascinating couple to choose from. I do know, I think Dean and Kaylin were there like in his van driving down to Mexico, I think for his like, fa- uh, it was his brother's wedding or uh-huh. something. And it was like, hey, we're here. And I think they just kind of had him come. That's
1: so funny. If that's what
0: it is. Like, I'm, hey, we're
1: already here. Might as well just pop on. By. No, literally, that literally. I love that. The fact that they're in the van, just like, hey, we're already here.
2: And the fact that you have been to the beach near the beach for a wedding. We were
1: there like a week later. (laughs) Yeah.
0: uh, From my cousin's wedding. Anywho, kind of fascinating because like if you watch Dean and Kalen's season, they didn't go to the fantasy suite. Dean like left, broke up with her, came back, was like, hey, do you want to get out of here? They left together. Since then, they've had nothing but untraditional uh, relationship which i think is great mm-hmm. and and yet they here are D- dean and Kalen are the ones hyping up the kind of traditions of the show <laughs> yes and dean couldn't be a more untraditional guy <laughs> and it so, could have been a more uncomfortable so much that like in reaction. the past couple months you've seen dean like you know, Dean loves to say like Dean love and I, as, a, as a friend I love him because he loves he really loves to challenge the status quo he loves to even say shit just to let it float because it's Dean Dean has said recently he's just like Kalen and I don't say the words I love you now I don't know if that's just like a Dean thing and Caitlin's like yeah we don't say it um, <laughs> <laughs> but Dean's here like saying like we've never been more in love and I could and it, it definitely felt like they were, like, reading, reading a, tele- a teleprompter. teleprompter, but there's it no teleprompter. So it was so weird It was
2: so poorly rehearsed.
1: It was literally, like, they were staring into a void and, like, not as if they weren't talking to people. It
2: felt like a state fair presentation. Be like, the great state of New York, also known as, like, it was yes, very, like, it was canned, so, like, monotoned. Like, you know.
1: And it wasn't – and, and also, like, maybe, like, the people that they were talking to, like, the contestants weren't, like, giving the kind of energy. And so it was just, like, a – not a flow And there wasn't like a You know Easy kind of situation But it did seem a little
0: I feel like they're all in on it weird. They were like Hey we're just We're here to make, make We're really making weird. a TV show here Just <laughs> yeah.
2: Give us the script just, just, We'll say our yeah,
0: lines The cue card back there I don't know Because it was very You know like for example When you're the bachelor The bachelorette When you come in And you give your like Your speeches mm-hmm. And you're like Hey guys I had a great week And there's been highs And lows And blah 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 Like <clears throat> What will happen is you will like, you know, talk with your producer and be uh-huh. like, and the producer will be like, well, you know, what do you want to say? And the producer is there to help you because, as the lead, you're just going through so much. There's a million so things much. going with your, mm. in your head. They might even say, hey, like, these are some thoughts I thought maybe you might want to say. What do you think? It, you, you you could have as much input as you want or as little, like, depending on, like, I, for the most part, was like, I think I got it. Like, just remind me a couple of things. Yeah. And I'd go out there and I would say something. And it was this kind of like, Somewhat rehearsed But then I would just Kind of ab lib And other times I think other leads Would just be like Just I'm so tired What do you want me to say And they would do A good job of saying that And everything in between And this had a very like This is what they do Dylan and Kaylin, Dean and Kalen. Dean and
1: Kalen. Dean. Dean. <laughs> that's the name. name. As, as opposed name. to Keen Dean.
0: Uh, you know, they haven't been the lead. They're just like, what do you want me to say? Yeah, like, and what do you do? Very, very rehearsed, but whatever. I, I love them. They're After I was here last good time, good I watched your entire season. Oh, really?
1: I did, I loved it. Oh, wow. It was so good. The volleyball <laughs> episode really yeah. haunts me. Yeah,
0: yeah, for me. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. So many, so much drama. You're like,
1: told me so much shit
0: um but yeah also mari uh calls herself out for definitely being good for mari she's a fan of paradise because she's like what do you think happens mari's like i'll tell you what we're about to we're about to have these conversations and talk about whether we're going to a fantasy suite yeah and so we get the handful of of relationships that don't even require us to like sit through a breakup but hey, we need three hours of this. Yeah, yeah like it's like, we know what's going to happen. It's
2: the equivalent of like if I went on like three hinge dates with someone and then I was like, we should talk about how we're going to be able to make this work together. Not even three. Like two. One.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. really,
2: these are like, the early infancy of
1: relationships. <laughs> Why do we
0: need to hear this Anna and James conversation? Like we know you're not going to the fantasy suite. Of
1: course, we know that. Yeah. But I feel back as Anna, I feel like she did want it to happen.
2: And she had that line where she was like, I would just really like for one thing to go right. And I really, I get that. Like, you know, when you just need a win.
1: Yes.
0: I've really, I know Anna really screwed the pooch on Matt James' season. Yes, and absolutely. we were hard on her uh, for doing, you know, she did a shitty thing. Mm-hmm. She did a real human shitty thing. Yeah. But I feel like she's really humbled herself and mm. she recognizes her mistake. And I felt myself definitely rooting for anna i was
1: too and i didn't like her season yeah. when she was a Change. i was like oh my god i don't like her but then when she came back i feel like through the episodes i'm like oh like i feel like again, I, I feel like actions speak louder than words and like what she's doing to me presents a more changed better version of her old self but nevertheless totally. i don't know why we had to listen to that yeah uh- no <laughs> don't know why either Mm-mm.
0: all right but the big question of all these breakups that was an absolute fake cry performance by Thomas, right? That was all. Do you think? There was not. His eyes were dry. There was Nally, no tears, though. Nelly and say. I watched it back, and there wasn't. And, and and that part of Mexico is incredibly humid. It's incredibly hot. We saw Thomas sweating up a storm. Right. And yet, in this moment, he could not have been no drier. No
1: I was literally thinking that. out, And honestly, I was trying to rationalize because I'm that type of person. Where I'm like, okay, maybe like, you know, the the heat's drying up the tears before they fall. Like, I'm literally thinking the stupidest things that are obviously not possible. But I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, why is your voice cracking so heavily and nothing's happening?
0: I didn't get it. We've been talking about Thomas since, since Katie's season of, you know, he's been obviously the big part of conversation. Uh-huh. He's hyperbolic. The response to him is hyperbolic. It's... It's a fascinating case study. Here is this kind of Adonis, beautiful-looking guy. I think part of the reason why we're so critical of Thomas is because he looks the way he does. I think so, too. Like, I was, like, watching and be like, "Trey, Trey and Thomas are kind of the same. When Abigail and Noah broke up, you had Thomas, for no reason whatsoever, saying things like, she's just, like, the best the person girl. ever and just it's so everything is always and ever and the most and, and Trey would do stuff like that but like Trey was like handsome gentleman but not 6'5 and and supermodel looking right? and I think we are just like shut the fuck up Thomas because you're, like, you're too fine you like the
2: sound of your own voice yes. an asshole like, you're too <laughs> and when Trey's
0: fine. doing it we're just like oh what a nice oh, guy color a, commentary yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know you know like Trey's cute and handsome, and, and 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 Thomas is like this beautiful. And I wonder if like our criticism of Thomas, because even I was just like shut the fuck up, Thomas. You know. Yeah. Well, it's also
1: because he says, he says weird things though. Like I genuinely like yeah. will catch him saying like even with the Megan situation, he was like, "I'm gonna put the, so much trust into you in this situation. I'm trusting you here." And it's like, well, like you have no other choice because like she's literally breaking up with you. So I'm confused.
0: Yeah. No. I'm then, like, what do you trust me, girl? And then he's like, so, and then his. <laughs> I don't I don't want to take anything away Because maybe those were But it just Those are some dry eyes And it seemed like he was really trying to like f- Cry But like he It just, comes across <laughs> like force But he couldn't do it because t- I don't think Thomas is an idiot I don't think he's dumb You know what I'm saying? I don't think He really thought It f- Also Here's the thing about this show As Becca Kufrin would know And I think everyone there kind of knows Like they know, like, it is a TV show. Now, interestingly enough, they didn't have, like, daytime dates because maybe it's because they've already had enough. And, like, you know, Wells canceling the cocktail party has really nothing to do other than the fact that, like, hey, we got enough. <laughs> you know, like we have so much footage We're here. Good. We got to. I also movement. love how, what did, Tom, did Thomas say it or someone said it was just like, you know, obviously the main couples, the strong couples, the they go the strong couples they're good they they've been hanging out the whole time uh-huh but the other strong couples <laughs> the other strong which couples, are also yeah. also known as not strong couples <laughs> haven't had the time <laughs> to talk as if they haven't been just sitting on a fucking beach the entire time the entire time this having is where I'm every opportunity to say whatever they want but
1: maybe did you think the one cocktail party was going to the, the end all be all? Like, I'm conf- like, what?
0: Right. And it's not, you have so all like, that time. And
2: it's not like the, sh- like, bachelor or bachelorette where it's like you're making it to the next week and the next week. It's like, this is the last week. Like, what does a rose matter at this point? Uh,
0: yeah. It, it was, forget the you're rose. They're
2: going to pursue each other outside of it. Exactly.
1: Literally, forget the rose. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, I guess what I'm saying when it came to the Thomas and, and, and Becca thing, everyone kind of knows who's sticking around and, and who's going. So, it kind of seemed like a really bad performance on the part of Thomas and, and Becca. And in fact, I'm pretty sure those two are still talking. Yeah.
2: Didn't it show them at the end as like yeah, having reconciled?
0: Like, and they're hanging out. It was like a weird, like...
2: It was like that TikTok trend, you
1: know, where it was like... I loved those ending things, by the way. Like, they were like everything to me. Like, they were making me literally laugh.
2: Yeah. It's like at the end of a movie. Like, you know <laughs> what they and the paper in
1: hiding, laying low. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they literally make it sound like an escaped mob yes, boss? Yes. <laughs> no, literally.
1: I loved those ending things. They're making me die.
2: Do that things?
0: No. <laughs> the, are we talking about TikTok?
2: No. It was no. like at the end of the show, they did like a trailer. Oh, I didn't like watch. A trailer. Oh, I missed that. Okay. So they did a trailer it's thing so at the funny. end.
0: Oh, should I it was rewatch like, it? F- yeah.
1: Should I watch you it? You have to watch it.
0: So yeah, all the more reason why I feel like the Thomas and Becca break- breakup was just a really bad performance As we found out at the end of the, the episode with the montage and the update of all the relationships They're together and they they conveniently found each other, are in love Thriving Thriving uh-huh. and, Uh huh. And I don't even necessarily fault Thomas and Becca because That's the part where they're, they're kind of like you have to break up and we need a breakup, so give us a breakup, because you they think know. They would, though. Well, what I'm saying is, it's a TV show. Mm-hmm. They have a certain number of crews. They have a certain number of people to film these three. Right right, right, right. Have they ever had four fantasy suite dates in Paradise? They maybe have, but it's usually three, if not always. Uh huh. So you know, do the math, so to speak. The math. Are they just math, get lucky that it is only three couples that are in love? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, And
2: I think Becca and Thomas themselves, both as people, I think like to be very like prestige the way they go about things. So they probably don't want to be like a D-list couple in terms of like, (laughs) you know, just in terms of like there's couples with clearly stronger connections. And so it's not really their style. Also, here's
0: my guess. Here's my guess is that they weren't willing to get engaged. One, mm-hmm. I think Thomas would have been willing to get engaged. I think Thomas would have done fucking anything. Um, Thomas is like,
2: I brought a ring day one. All <laughs> 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 on my persons, this, this And, and uh, I didn't even, it a match?
0: I didn't even think, <laughs> I didn't even realize this, but like Becca Kufrin, for all like the shit various members get on the show, including myself, but this would have been Becca's third engagement. Mm-hmm. I've only been engaged once from this show. I mean, I know... I mean, actual engage. I mean, like saying yes. Yeah. And so this would have been, you know, and Becca got screwed over by Ari and then she got engaged to Garrett as a bachelorette. But mm-hmm. if she were to get engaged, this would have been her third actual engagement from the show. And no one wanted that for Becca. Right. And I don't think Becca wanted that for herself. Yeah. So because she's not getting engaged, the show is rewarding the couples that are. And they knew... We're gonna reward like we're gonna focus on the couples who are gonna get engaged. Mm -hmm. They have the benefit of hindsight. They know how it plays out when they choose to edit it the way it does and focus on the certain relationships. Yeah. They probably knew this going in. So when you wonder like why we literally saw nothing of we saw no Thomas and and Becca. I mean, all of a sudden they're breaking up and Thomas is crying and we barely saw them like at all. I think it has everything to do with the fact that they weren't going to get engaged, and it was like, "You're not going to engage, and we don't really need you to like leave the." You can always get back together, but is that the, they the show wants to make this about engagement, whether you agree with it or not. I, I have a question for the audience: Do we care? No, i mean, it's a serious question. Like for the, I don't care, but I think I wonder for the people listening: Do you care? That are you more invested? With these, I guess that's the question. Are you more invested with these couples because they got engaged than if they didn't? Like, if Joe and Serena once again pull, like, are just like, hey, I really like you and I love you and like, let's keep dating, mm-hmm. would you care less?
1: That's a good question. I feel like, I think that the idea of an engagement is much, there's like something about it that almost gives it more of a permanence to it. And it's like you're excited about like a couple that you love getting engaged because it means that it's more. Genuine Like it comes across <laughs> that way Like that's what it comes across Like it's like Oh well If you're getting engaged That means you're truly in love You know that's like the Kind of like Society's picture that is painted for you yeah. For so long That it's like Oh if you're getting engaged You're really in love
0: But we spend so much time Talking about how It's clearly the Bullshit
2: Right How there's a lot of Broken off engagements <clears throat> In Bachelor World right. Because the engagement Is more Is like There's just a lower barrier mm-hmm. To like Entry for engagement On yeah. the show
0: Well and that's what I've said in the past Like as someone who's been on the bachelorette and the bachelor in paradise, and I understand on, on Bachelor World, you're if you're one of 30 or 25, you're fighting against so many people for one person. Mm-hmm. And if you're the lead, you still really only like usually one. And so you're trying to get through and not. In, in so, but, and be as empathetic and kind as possible So by the time you get to the end You really feel like you've gone to battle for this So yeah. like I And and there's a clear pressure from the audience Like it's, it's less now But historically When The Bachelor didn't get engaged The audience hated him So there was yeah. an internal pressure So with Paradise That doesn't happen It's never been the case No one's like shaming anyone for choosing not to get engaged so it just seems a little more showy to me when the couples are like fuck it let's just get engaged you know like let's just see what happens it doesn't it feels less sincere it yeah
2: totally cuz i think on the bachelor or bachelorette the expectation is like you need a really good reason to not get engaged but it's not like that on paradise it's not, mm-hmm. but they're to- it's sort of like they are like oh i'm going to use any reason i any excuse i have to get engaged yeah mm-hmm.
0: and if you're serena you didn't have to like fend off 29 other women who are all falling in love with joe and you you know like you didn't have to deal with all watching these women go on dates with the guy you were falling in love with and feeling like i Like that's how the bachelor and bachelorette work Is that you're sitting there being like There is no way these people feel the way I do And you're constantly have the benefit of comparison Even though that's not necessarily a positive thing But in that Mm -hmm. world That's how your feelings start feeling So like real and out of control And that's why you get to the end And you're just like I have been Through so much with this war, literal war, truly, not literal war. We don't want to compare it to literal war. (laughs) You're right, right. But it
1: feels like a battlefield in a way.
0: But yes, that's how it feels. And here, (laughs) literal
1: war.
2: I feel like that. Why that a date? And if you (laughs) what I mean, go to an. I'm just trying to help you out.
0: You're right. You're totally right. Sensitive times, and I don't. I don't need you. People getting mad. Be respectful to the veteran community. Um, (laughs) But yes, and so it's kind of like. I'm just curious. Does the for, from a Bachelor in Paradise audience do we care? Uh, maybe, and I th- you made it sound like maybe you do, or subconsciously. At least.
1: I think subconsciously I do. I think there's like something in the subconscious that I think I do care. Like, I feel like it almost gives it more of a permanence to it because you like you want it. You want them to succeed, and you feel like there's levels to it. And it's like okay, well, engagement, marriage, and like there's like this like thing in society that's like places like well, if you're truly happy, you would get married, right? And so I think that naturally you kind of want the progression to happen for them.
2: It's also like I feel like there's right now With like hookup culture being really big There's so few conversations And communication that is like required Of you but it feels like there's a sort of When you're disclosing personal History like engagement is one of the things you kind of Have to tell someone Mm -hmm. like it's a big deal If you're dating someone and then you find Out later on like oh yeah by the way I called off An engagement like I feel like there's something about Getting engaged that like crosses that bar Where it's like kind of then for the rest Of your life a sort of thing you are Societally sort of Instructed well, to disclose to people mm-hmm.
0: that's that's kind of my point, and as someone who's been engaged on the show and like te- I didn't get engaged to Caitlin or Andy, but like obviously you know there's perceptions of how that all went down. I did not feel like I needed to disclose that for people who like maybe who weren't big sh- fans of the show, I was like, yeah, it was whatever, and so but nevertheless, you're right, and so I'm just wondering like. Like Joe, I I was is, I know they're the king and queen of paradise and the prompt, but Joe getting engaged kind of surprised me. Really, from a from a like, real life, yes. oh, yeah. From yeah, like, yeah. Joe having been in this role before, having a real relationship with Kendall, like, he didn't get engaged to Kendall, and yet Kendall will be someone that Joe. Thinks of as a legitimate ex-girlfriend who we might have met in the crazy atmosphere, but we had this true. Re- I, I truly love this person. I chose to be with her because I wanted to be with her, not because we were afraid of what people are expectations. Mm-hmm. He didn't get engaged to Kendall, and now he comes back. And as someone who's been in it before, Joe is less warped. I feel like you know the sh- yeah. the, the the bubble has less of an impact on people who are doing it again Mm -hmm. and so joe's decision to get engaged even though like they are really cute together like when joe and serena like you can see a real like yeah a real connection a real connection like a real excitement from joe and i'm really happy for joe and i really like but like he still was like i'm gonna i'm i don't know if it's gonna work out but like i'm gonna I'm gonna put this engagement on my resume.
2: My permanent record. It's really per- what on it my is. Permanent yeah. record,
0: and and I'm gonna hope it works out. Even though like I've been dating this girl for three weeks and we haven't like you know, people are like, well at, like I mean, I'm curious, like, what you th- who do you think's gonna of the three engaged couples, who do you think is gonna make it? Like, do you have an opinion?
1: I feel like Serena and Joe are gonna make it. And I feel like Riley and Marissa are going to make it. What are you basing this on? I, just Honestly, just like from their interactions in the show. I think that when it comes to like the way they look at each other, the way they feel about each other, the way they interact, I think it's like a combination of all those different things. It's like, and I think that when you see them being open with each other, you feel like, okay, got it. So they're gonna, if they're open here and they're making sure they get all like crossing the T's and dotting the I's, that in real life it's going to hopefully work like that too because look how authentic they're being here. So I think that's kind of what makes it me think that they're going to make it more.
2: It's also when you talk about like adversity, like how Kenny and Mario are like, we've overcome such adversity. I think an actual example of adversity is like when Riley was really disappointed by his friend's behaviors. Like I think that's an example of like actually emotionally draining, an emotionally draining situation. And so for Marissa to like be be there, see how he handled that Mm -hmm. and support him through that, I think is like an example of something that feels applicable to like real world relationship fodder.
0: It'll be interesting. The real answer is if if they will make it is it has nothing to do with their interactions on the beach. Mm -hmm. That's the real answer. Yeah. and I don't have the answer of if they will or won't. But I can tell you, Riley and Marissa's ability to make this work, Mari and Kenny's ability to make this work. And Joe and Serena's ability to make this work has everything to do with their interactions after the show. Right, We mm-hmm. don't know what, was, what it was like for Mari to watch this back and watch Kenny and Demi and Kenny and Tia. And, yeah. and, and, I, and I'm sure Kenny might have been like, hey, this happened. He could have been. T- but like, as somebody Sing who's been in the it. show and watching it back, that can create drama and conflict. And so it will be the ability of those six people to actively decide to, hey, what we do know is We really like each other. Mm -hmm. That's real. And everything that happened on the beach, what we should do is just all we should take from that is that there's something here. And we should now start over and not anything that might trigger us from the show, anything that might frustrate us. We should completely throw in the trash And start over and turn off Instagram comments and not care what whether people like us or not, you know, Mari and Kenny shouldn't care that, you know, Joe and Serena are like the king and queen couple of, you know, what I'm saying like totally little shit like that. And it sounds trivial, but I that is the shit that like a lot of people will get sucked up Mm -hmm. into. So it really will depend. It will depend on how much these people are willing to make one another a priority in the real world. Like, is Serena going to move? Is Joe going to move? Is, right. is Riley and Marissa going to like, I don't, where do they live? Things like that. All those things have will have to do with whether they work out and nothing that happened and no conversations that happened on the beach will have like an actual determination of whether they work out. Interesting. In the real life. In in real life.
2: And I guess on the topic of Joe and Serena, what did you make of the last Kendall hurrah?
0: I liked it. I I liked it. I liked it for Kendall. I liked it for Joe. Interestingly enough, this is one of those moments where I'm really, honestly, you know what I'm curious about? I'm wondering what Kendall thinks of it because it was my understanding that uh, she was asked to come down and do this there was a lot of resistance from Kendall of whether she wanted even to bother. It was a lot like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to get between these two. I don't want to like, if Joe's gonna get engaged to Serena, I don't want to, I don't want to be a part of it. I just like, eh." and my understanding is that things were said and maybe she might have been led to believe that they weren't going to get engaged. And I think Kendall might've been frustrated after she went and had this conversation with Joe. And and I, I I feel like I've heard Kendall might have been frustrated for these past several months of wishing she didn't go down there. Mm, mm-hmm. And yet, watching it back, I thought it was a really great moment for the both of them. I think it was the show trying to put a nice, clean like closure closure on this. I think Kendall looked much better leaving that beach there than she did. Two weeks ago absolutely i love that for them it was i thought everything kendall said was sincere and from the heart and it was a nice like she seemed gracious and happy for joe and it seemed like a healthy conversation and i really quite liked it and i wonder if kendall will watch that back and and say i've been mad at the producers for for four months but thanks <laughs> yeah thanks for the closure i'm really curious
1: yeah no, I agree. I I thought it was great. at first when she was walking, down, I was like, Oh my god, oh my god. Like I was nervous when I was watching her walk down. I was like, Oh my god, don't do she it. Say? Don't do it, please. I um, thought
2: she was gonna be like, I'm moving to Chicago. Like I thought, oh she, my was god.
1: Finally thought uh, say, she was gonna finally, I thought she was
2: gonna finally be like, I I'm, thought about it and I'm I'll move to Chicago. Trigger.
1: Oh my god, I would literally fucking
0: scream. Like what a lot of time to What do, do you that. think
1: Joe would say? He'd be like, Okay, and
0: I think Joe had moved on. I think so too. I, I think, think if she'd like, said okay. it.
2: Right, I think when she was like, hey, butthead At the beginning, oh I think if she'd said it Then and there before had Joe had really Developed his relationship with Serena, like I think He would have considered like getting back Together with I her. Agree. I agree.
0: Think, I think you might be right But I do think Joe and Serena really like Each other. I think he is very Excited about her. I really believed You know, when Joe and Serena talk and he's just Like I really saw it with you. You see a genuine excitement. It's really do endearing. Too. Like I, I that's exactly how I felt. This episode was a lot of like, oh god, these conversations are so silly and ridiculous. And yet, when Kenny and Mari and Riley and Marissa and Joe and 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 uh, Serena would talk, I'd be like, fuck, that's cute. You know, like
1: yeah, you know, I agree. Like I really, you feel like you see you feel genuine vibes from them. Yeah, you know, and I, I like just that. root for them at the yeah, end. Yeah, you root for them. I am rooting for them.
0: I mean, it wasn't like. Is someone who's, like, dating someone who's younger than me, I don't know if Kenny and Mari and, and Joe and Serena really represented this community the way I hoped. <laughs> the community of age the community gap. community
1: of, of a large age gap.
0: Because it was such a cliche of, like, Kenny being, like... Like, I loved Kenny. It was just, like, I've had some fun. Like, I've... I've lived like, my life. I have... I've really enjoyed I'm colored. Yeah, I've lived my life. And then, and uh, like, what is Mari gonna say? But like, you know, the I'm mature than most, and maybe she very much is. We don't know really Mari's mm-hmm. backstory. And and but it was just like natalie and I watching it, and we looked at each other <laughs> and we're like, not the spokesman we were looking for. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not we were expecting for uh, the age gap. I mean, because they have a large age gap. Like. Specifically, yeah, Mari about and the, Kenny. About,
0: yeah, twenty-five uh, about, and thirty. About the same age as, yeah. Um uh, and then Serena and Joe, about really, twenty-three and thirty-five. Yeah, so essentially oh, yeah, pretty yeah, you're right, pretty you're large. Right, yeah. Um, but whatever. I mean, it is all fun and games. Yes. I did live. I couldn't help but wonder, like, is Kenny really in this, or is Kenny just like going through the motions when they walked into the fantasy suite and Kenny goes, Oh, this is like bigger than my apartment. I couldn't help but wonder, was Kenny being like Hey, Mari, FYI, I'm like, I'm poor and broke, and I'm I am <laughs> not, way. I'm not like, I don't know. I think maybe you want to think twice about like falling in love with me because I'm, I, I have a really shitty apartment, and I, and by He's the like way, little like, seeds. I've, I've I've had a lot of sex, and maybe you want to like reconsider falling in love with me. Yeah. I couldn't tell, but I felt like maybe Kenny was trying to get out of it, but maybe not. I'm
1: like, know. I think they're a little too far gone at that point. If you're going into the fantasy suites and you're like, hey, my apartment's small, I think you're like, okay, I think we're already, we're already here. We're already totally. past that point.
0: you like, Kenny <laughs> Kenny and Mari are, are key. They love to say, I don't know why, but we do. Like, we can't articulate any feelings, but we're in love. And Joe and Serena, or Serena loves to say, just, Every day, it's just better and better. Like, yeah, they don't really yeah. say why, but it, they're like Serena's line is how better it is each day, and uh, that's.
1: It's actually really cute seeing Serena like in this episode specifically, like kind of like crying her interviews of like just because she's so happy, and I think that comes off so genuine. And yeah, I really think that she feels that. That was a sweet moment. It's I, so sweet. It to got me. me teared
0: up. Like I, I, got little, I, I got a little. I got. I got a little yeah. I got a little. I felt it in the throat, and yeah. Serena, like the I'm. I'm just so happy because I didn't expect it. That felt like a real nice moment. Yeah,
2: so especially because Serena has been like iron, sh- like trap. Like mm-hmm. she left, she left a, on Matt James's season. Like she's been very controlled and measured, yeah, she, and like she's mm-hmm. kept her shit together yeah. in a very real way. In a lot of scenarios where it's very hard to keep your shit together.
0: Very good, yep. good point. That you know, Ser, Serena on Matt James season went was what, top four. She's yeah. hometown. So. Historically that would just like that you would understand why Serena was be sucked in the bubble mm-hmm. and just wait for Matt James not to pick her and I think Matt really liked her. I think, I her think she had a shot. I, I think she had tail. a shot and she was like nah. And and so yes, she is someone who's shown the ability to not get is easily sucked in and yet uh here she is with with Joe. I do think there's something about Riley and Marissa that seems like more fairy tale and more like the combination of, I don't know. There's a sincerity the way they both are like here to like, I feel like they really complete each other in a way yeah. that it, we d- at least didn't get to see with the other couples.
2: Well, what did we think of Riley's little psych out before the fantasy squeak? Oh, whatever.
0: I think he's just having fun.
1: I, d- I, d- I do too. I think that he's literally just like shooting the shit with her so that she knows that like he's a jokester. Totally, and I but, think that's a like how his personality is.
2: And I think we saw in that moment, like how she she didn't like, and Marissa did not like freak out or anything, but like you could see she was like spooked in oh, a real yeah. way that I think was like further indicative of how they have this like rock solid connection Absolutely. that she was like going to be shaken up by it, but she didn't immediately freak out like the second he said something.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you're sucking his toe, you know it's really real. Yeah. <laughs> like it's real. Well, I think
0: what it sh- speaks to is how intense that world is and how you can have the Maris and the Marissa's and I guess the Serena's of the world be talking about engagement and simultaneously acknowledging just how fragile their relationship is. Like they're acknowledging they have very little to go on. Like, Mm -hmm. because otherwise why would like Serena to to her credit, like it didn't even flinch. For Serena Like when Joe Joe kind of did the same thing I don't He was fucking with her A little bit Yeah
1: and she's like Don't fuck with me
0: And she was like whatever
1: Yeah she's like
2: okay It's like nah Yeah
0: <laughs> But So yeah props to Serena for that But like, it, 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 That's an acknowledgement Of them saying like You know that's that Strongest couple bullshit They like they we're, we're, we're all laughing like What does that have anything To do with your relationship But because In reality They have such little to go on And yet the stakes are so high talking about an engagement. That's why you see that juxtaposition. Mm -hmm. Um, The Aaron and James bromance. The only thing I loved about it is that it was kind of the first and only time the show pointed out that this is a fucking show. Yeah. You know, I loved it. I loved it.
2: Yeah, and also you look at, like, I feel like all the people who are Bachelor alumni, like, the lasting relationships are the friendships made on the show. Like, those are the ones that last for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. But it
0: was the show through the edit, through the soundtrack, through everyone having a good time with it. Different soundtrack, different stakes, Tia not being in on it. Aaron could have looked like the biggest douchebag in the the world. world. Mm Mm-hmm. And yet it was lovable and great. And and everyone was just in on it. Yeah. And it was like such a like an acknowledgement of how silly their relationship was because there was no relationship. It was also no different than James and Anna. And yet the stakes were shown completely different. mm -hmm. And I love that the show for a split second was like, yeah, this is a silly TV show.
2: But on that, this is reminding me that we haven't even talked about the fact ever that Aaron hooked up with Tia, who James was pursuing. Like, his best friend was pursuing. And
0: neither of them gave a shit.
2: And neither of them gave a shit. And this is Aaron, Mr. Like, loyalty. Mad like,
0: about everyone mad for about everything. Everyone. Yes. yes.
2: <laughs> and then his literal best friend. Like, he, hooks, her? Up with, he hooks up with his I mean, best friend. Made out. Friend, I mean, made up with, yeah, made with, out. Kisses. <laughs> Exchanges <laughs> a little smooch with his best friend's girl. And it's, like, not a big deal at all.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: James carved, like, a block of wood to make a landscape of new york and then and and Aaron what kissed her he, at prom kissed her at prom yeah. and yet they're not mad about it I not just, a big deal they're I leaving love, together I and love Aaron that T.O. almost like, like tried to like beat up ivan yeah for, for the chelsea situation for doing literally the same thing
1: but it's because they're bros i wonder if i it's really I,
0: bros. I really wonder if Aaron. I I, I I hope for Aaron. this was like I hope he's able to look back, have a good time, and made a good friend, acknowledge that like I was kind of petty, a little immature, and maybe this is a growth opportunity for him. Again, I'm sure he's a nice guy. He was very charming in that moment with James. I really liked that he was having fun. I liked, a, I'll get your number. Like, that was my favorite part where he goes to Tia, I'll, I'll just get your number later, because you know what? The world goes on after yeah, exactly. we leave the speech. there's more.
1: Um, I love and I love that she was like I fucking hate you and just like ran away. It was so funny. To it was me. great. I loved, I loved it. it. I
0: love that they we brought just a little bit of like calmness. Yes. To the storm I loved it. that has yeah. been Bachelor in Paradise yeah. all season long.
1: You know, and I'm always ho- I'm mean, not I'm always here for a guy holding another guy walking down the beach. So totally. I was game. Game. <laughs> 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 I was very there for it. <laughs> Moving on
2: <laughs> and Nick's like no comments You're like, eh, Nick's this the is only is not straight podcast. Podcast.
0: <laughs> Manny thank you so much of course for recapping this episode uh, with me uh, please tell my audience about your new podcast oh so yeah you know you I have, I have a it. podcast now
1: too it's called Full Coverage F-O-O-L because me and my best friend we just you know we just kind of shoot the shit we hang out and I feel like I genuinely feel like I'm less nervous this time than last time because I have a podcast now
0: I thought you were great Thank you uh, We'll have to have you back uh, For another recap Down Absolutely.
1: the road I Absolutely I love a good recap I really do
0: Thank you guys for listening uh, Be sure to check out Manny's podcast Be oh, sure to keep you. listening Because we have A truly fantastic episode uh, Coming up next The wonderful Emily DiDonato uh, Is with us uh, Talking about uh, All things to, From motherhood and How she met her husband skincare. Mm. Uh, the modeling industry love uh, to see Stereotypes Just a really wonderful episode Very introspective uh, person Emily is and uh, truly just Just a, a charming lovely Human and I think you'll really enjoy that Episode so keep listening don't forget to Send in your questions at asknick Cast with a K and if there's nothing else Well just keep listening